Welcome to the Real Estate Fight Club, a podcast for agents where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for agents to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly. Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Fight Club. What's up, Jay Mark? Hey, Monica. What you doing? How you been? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm great. We just opened up uh, Columbia, the country. Sweet. I know. And not only did we open it up, but now our team has an agent from Columbia on it. Yes, we do. So we have a t- team member in Portugal, mm-hmm. team member in Colombia, and pretty soon I'll be off to Spain. Oh, that's awesome. And have we have team, mem- team members all over the country, U.S. country too. Oh yeah, for sure. Have you yeah. been to Spain? I think you have, right? I've not been to Spain. Mm-mm. No, I would love to go to Spain. Real Estate Fight Club on location. Ooh, I like it. Let's I do like it. it. See. Yeah. See, all right, guys, if you're watching us on YouTube, thanks for tuning in. Please subscribe to the channel so that you'll be notified when we pump out another episode or one of our cool ancillary episodes. We do the agendas that are so awesome as well. All right. Today, Jen and I are going to duke it out of this. Duke it out over this. What do agents need to do now to prepare for this shifting market? And in fact, it is shifting and that's not Celebrate. necessarily bad. That's what I'm doing. Not necessarily a bad thing. All right, Jen, what's one thing that agents should be doing right now that we know top agents who have survived these shifts like you and I have, like we've done this, we've been through this already. And guess what, guys? Tons of agents are going to hang it up. It's awesome. That's and why that, we're celebrating. That is a good thing. So you are not going to be one of them. You're going to hang in with us and here are the top five things that you can do right now to make sure you're still with us on the other side of this thing. (laughs) I think the first thing is just really know that you have a job. Like this is your company. This is your work. Like really focus on, and you always say it like back to basics on stuff. Yep. Yep. Yes. You guys, you do have a job. Do you know what your job is? I do. What is it, Jen? (laughs) It's not playing on Facebook. Nope. It's generating business. Now there are 101 ways to do this, but your job is to generate business. You've got to, you've got to own that. I think we really, I mean, even further clarification, I think there's like five things that we should be doing. And every meaning that these are the only things that we should be doing and everything else is can either be delegated to somebody else or sometimes you don't even need to do it or need to be done later. Right. So I think that's generating leads like you just mentioned. It's following up on leads, which are separate things. So lead generation, lead follow up, negotiating contracts, learning or developing your skills in some way, and then also negotiating contracts. That's it. I mean, what the hell else are you doing that you can't pay somebody else money to do? Well, guess what? You're not going to have any negotiating contract. You're not going to have any contracts to negotiate if you don't freaking generate leads. So don't that's put a hex on a me. Result. That's a result. 
That's a result of you doing your job. Listen, when you wake up and look at your calendar and you don't have any appointments for that day, don't think that you don't have anything to do that day. You have something to do every single day because if you don't make money in this business, you're going to go get a job and guess how many hours you're going to give that boss? Eight to five, baby. If you did eight to five in this job, holy shit. You'd be making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. More than that. Yeah. I'm serious. A month. But all you're asking for is two hours a day for you to clock into your real estate business and figure out where people are who want to sell houses. That's it. That's it. But I think too, like as, as the market shifts, it's like, okay, what did, do I feel like my business is successful? Okay. Yes. Okay. What did I do to get there? Okay. Right. Let's do more of that. Like to your point, if you wake up and you don't have any like thing to do appointments. There's no reason that you can't make uh, push yourself, make a hundred contacts that day. Why not? It really only takes about five to six hours if you're focused and you do it. And what, what could interrupt you? Right. What tell me what nothing's more important. And that's actually the second, the second, I mean, if the house um, is on fire, you call the fire department, right? Why you call me? That's right. That's right. That's right. (laughs) That's the second tip is back to basics. Like, and this comes actually, this information comes out of a mastermind that we did here in Cincinnati with the top performing agents in the market Mm -hmm. uh, who are icon agents here inside of EXP. And everybody agreed that these two were the most important things. One is remember that you have a job to do every day and don't ever forget that and don't ever stop doing that. And the second one was to kind of double down on what you know works for you. And that's that back to basics part. Mm -hmm. For me, it's relationships. So I'm doubling down on making sure my top 100 to 150 people feel me and my uh, sincerity about how much I care for them, showing up for them, deepening, strengthening relationship, and also that they know what I do for a living. I got to double down on that because Mm -hmm. I can't afford for one of them to forget about me. Right. Who could forget you, Monica? Now people do all the time. They go to bed, they forget about me. Like the next day, everybody, everybody, people are not thinking about you. They are not remembering you enough. Bullshit. You gotta work at that shit. <laughs> but Jen, when you think of doubling down, shifting into this market, what do you think of for you? I mean, uh, mine's always cold calling or some like mm-hmm. version of that, right? Like texting, cold calling, like reaching out to strangers to make them not strangers anymore. Yeah. yeah. Taking your clients <laughs> that, that, that you yeah. forgot to talk up to. <laughs> yeah. So maybe they didn't make the top 100 or 150 cut. You can have them because, uh, oh, my. My camera oh, just went slurry. That was weird. Weird. Oh, there it is. I'm there back. Is. There All was right. a ghost right. that so, got between so that's that. one. One is that you have a job. Two is back to basics and double down on what it is that you do. You've got to get intense on that. More time or more intensity or more systems or whatever. What was three that um, came up? Uh, the third one that came up was evaluate expenses. So what does oh, that mean to you? I know, but, but listen, we got to look at what money we're spending right now. It's time to really get lean. I think. Yeah. What do you, I think this is something that my business partner, Alan Wisman. Hey, Alan, shout out. He's he's my longest relationship, Alan. (laughs) He's the best. He's He's just the the best. He's yeah, he is. Anyway, you should, everybody should feel sorry for him for having to put up with me in business. This is true. We all do. Send him a letter. Send him a note. (laughs) We'll send him some swag. Sorry about your Jen. (laughs) 
Everybody needs an Allen though. But this is something that we do at least once a year as part of our planning, sometimes twice a year, because it's really easy for that stuff to get out of control, right? Like you see this new marketing thing and you're like, oh, that seems like that's going to work. And then you like try it. And then it's like, oh, and then you forget that it like either you didn't work it or it didn't work or whatever. And then you forget to stop paying. So mm-hmm. it's like really easy for it to get like way out of control. So true. It is time to hold every dollar accountable. And if there isn't an ROI to it, then it's got to go because that's just where we are. That's probably where you should be anyway. But it now is the time to sort of look at that, I think. And I think we we did a podcast on evaluating, I think, like return on investment, which is what ROI stands for, because there's so many yes, agents right. that'll say, well, if I buy this and I sell one house, it will have paid for itself. That is a terrible return on investment. It has to mm-hmm. like, there's people that say 10 exit, eight exit, six exit. Mm-hmm. It has to work more than once for it to be a viable return on investment. Mm-hmm. Like I would say like around six to eight is really ideal if possible. Six X to eight X times, six to eight times the investment. Correct. Okay. Awesome. Um, the fourth one that came out of that mastermind that I actually think uh, you and I both agree on is, and you actually alluded to it a little bit ago is it's time to keep learning and to get creative. This is not a time to sort of freeze in your path Mm -hmm. and not look around for new solutions. I just heard this this morning most millionaires are made during a downturn. Yeah, of course. In a recession because they took advantage of the moment. I right? got goosebumps. So Let's get it's it. so true. And I wish every agent listening to this took on this attitude of, oh my God, an adjusting market. Hell yes. Mm-hmm. Hell yes. Because here's what we should have said at the top of the hour, Jen. The, guys, please write this down. The market does not dictate your success. No, nope. it only dictates your strategy. Your success has nothing to do with what's going on in the market. Right. Stop blaming it. You're not victim. It's not anybody's fault. It's only going to tell you how to behave in the market. Right. And that's I what we're talking it. about. Yes. I think it's great. I think too, like a perspective that people need to think about is when we have a very good market, it's flooded with agents that don't know what they're doing, which sucks, right? Yeah, because yeah. The people's chances of having a terrible interaction is high. And that's when we get like, that's when we're thought of as like used car salesmen or, yeah. you know, whatever. Right. But in a down market, lawyers. your competition goes away. It also mm-hmm. is an opportunity for you to be the consultant that you are and really mm-hmm. help people like really help them. Exactly. For example, things to get creative and learn about in this market are, I think this is a huge topic, assumable loans. Yeah. To understand that there are sellers with a three and a half percent rate still left 25 years on the loan. Is that loan assumable? Like Mm -hmm. an FHA and a VA, I think mostly are. I don't, I'm not, I'm not expert. I need to dive into this quite frankly, because that's a marketing strategy benefit yeah for a strategy yeah i mean that's that could save a buyer hundreds of dollars a month yeah as the interest rates go up for sure i mean definitely yeah. i also think like learning some like investment strategies too because there will yeah. be like you had said before there's going to be this is when millionaires are made they are made through investing in real estate so you have mm-hmm. got to understand 
how to help investors. We've done tons of videos on this on our YouTube. We've done a number of podcasts on it. How do you, as an agent, help an investor? What do you need to know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Are you investing yourself? This is like, oh my God, let me get my soapbox. Hold on. Here we Listen, go. Here you we are go. a real estate agent. Why are you, the listener, not investing in real estate? What the hell is wrong with you? Can I tell you why they're not investing in real estate? Please. Because they're not doing what they need to be doing every single day to make enough money. Oh, well, this is what, this is what we talked about last week. You are getting very bold. I am. I'm sorry. I love you. I love you so much. I just had to say it. Go (laughs) make a shit. No, I just want, I just want to tell them what's real. Like, I think we all know it when we look ourselves, I can look myself in the mirror in a week and say, you didn't do what you were supposed to do this week. The hell's wrong with you. You know what I'll do? Here's what I'll throw out. If you need some accountability, fly my ass to wherever you are. And I will sit and work with you for three days. Holy shit. A tired realtor is a happy realtor and I will do it. And I'm staying at your house. You're making me breakfast. Nice. We will work every day. So my coaching clients, if I were a fly on the wall in your office for the last 24 hours, what would I have seen in the way of a priority? Oh shit. (laughs) Not good. This is All right, people so, unsubscribe from the podcast. That's right. All right. So we have, remember you have a J-O-B. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two is get back to basics and double down on whatever it is that got you here. Double down on your relationships, double down on your cold calling, whatever. I mean, get intense. Yes. The third thing is sure to evaluate your expenses, you know, making sure you're looking at your return on investment, auditing all your spending. Mm-hmm. The fourth thing, what we just talked about is get creative, keep learning, whether that be learn about assumable loans or buy downs, or I guess this is my question for you on this subject, Jen, do you think now is a time to figure out short sales and REOs? I think you should at least have a contact that knows. Do I think that you should process short sales? No. Because the bank will pay the processor. You don't have to share your commission. Just let them do it. Okay. All right. Cool. And the last one that we talked about was to make sure you have a mindset around opportunity, that this is an opportunity. And this has, I think this is a nod towards the messaging that we're giving to our audience. If you're listening to this podcast, will you do me a favor? And Jen, do us a favor. Stop talking negatively about the real estate market and how hard it is and how shifting it is and how this that's becoming your brand is Mm. the struggling agent bill that has no control over their own business. Like stop, stop it. I beg of you to stop. Stop. I'm serious. Stop it. Now we're going to get that black whip out the BDSM. The BDSM whip is coming at you. Guys, your messaging matters. And if you are a beacon of light and a beacon of hope and a resource and somebody that is understanding how to navigate this and somebody that has a positive attitude about this opportunity that is before us, guys, this isn't a shift as much as it's just kind of a realignment. It's an adjustment back. It's not end of the freaking world. Stop making it that way. It's not. Stop telling yourself that way. Stop telling social media that. I agree. I think this is a good time for a break. Oh yeah. Shoot. You need to cool down. Yeah. I got a bonus one when we come back. Bonus idea. Yay. All right. Let's check out our favorite partners and then we'll get 
Monica's, we should start calling that piece like Monica's nugget of the hour or something like that, <laughs> even though it's not hour. Monica's 20 minute nugget. No, that sounds weird. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Bonus nugget. Bonus nugget. Get your Bonus nuggets here. Nugget. Golden okay. nuggets. How about golden nuggets? Oh, it's a golden nugget. Platinum? Anyway, you get the point. Okay. We'll be back. <laughs> if you're like me, then what you need right now is great leads. My number one lead source is a marketing engine called Pipeline Pro Tools. So we've hooked up with them to give you the playbook that I'm using that has generated over 12 leads in the last 90 days. So go to pipelineprotools.com slash fight club, book a quick demo so that they can help you figure out how many leads you will need in order to get the business that you're looking for. And then they will give you the playbook that I've been using for free. Again, that's pipelineprotools.com slash fight club. Are you ready to grow? Maybe ready to start a team or at least hire out some leverage? Well, let's get your foundation checked. Go to mygrowthscore.com and take a free business assessment. Now, this assessment was designed and created by my coach, Coach John Kitchens. It helps you discover which of the eight growth factors could be holding your business back. And just like a house, it's important to make sure you have the right foundation before adding that second story. So go to mygrowthscore.com and find out how you rank. All right, welcome back to the battle inside of the ring. Today, Jen and I are just heatedly discussing five things that every agent should be seriously focusing on. I hope you guys took notes because I want you to look at these notes and say, all right, what action am I going to take around these things? Mm-hmm. The bonus one, and I know you're going to roll your eyeballs because every Lord. time I say this word, you roll your eyeballs. But here's the thing. You've got these. You just don't like the word for them. Now is the time to implement your standards, your standards, because here's what's about to happen. I roll my eyes at setting expectations. I do think you have standards. Okay. Oh, I thought it was standards. You No, it's expectations. I hate that word. But it's smart. I just feel like there's another word. Okay. Future pacing. I think we decided on future pacing. Yes. Right. Yeah, we did. You're right. We did that in a podcast. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because here's what, here's what can happen, guys. Here's the reality. You can find yourself in some uh, mindset of lack, right? Mm. Like some mm. mindset of scarcity. Mm, boo. And when yeah. you're in that mindset, you make bad decisions. You take business that you know you shouldn't take. You say yes to people you know you shouldn't take, say yes to. You do anything, la, la, la. And your standards go to hell. Yep. And this is a time where I'm suggesting that you don't do that because that won't serve you well through this transition. I don't think, what do you think about that? No, I agree with you. I think having an abundance mentality will help you focus on the clients and the customers and doing what's right by them. Other than that rank ass commission breath. God. Yes. And, and, that, and that can happen during a shifting market. If we're not doing the things we just talked about doing, but if you, if you are doing the things that you know to do, and you have been tracking your numbers, like we suggested last time, you will not have that feeling of lack because people get that because they're not doing what they know to do. Yeah. They're not in control of the getting control baby. And, and every agent's like, I'm a control freak. No, you're not. No. Cause you're not controlling your own income. Right. And your own activities. Yeah. You're a micromanaging yeah. freak on shit. That doesn't matter. That is not the same thing. That's right. That's right. <sighs> 
I don't know, Jen. I don't know. Did we solve it today? Do you think we helped anybody today? I don't, I don't know. know. If you're still there, so. do we have like a... <laughs> yeah. Hello. Hello. Are you listening? Are you there? Well, I'm curious to think oh. like what, when people implement this, what were some of the things that they either like got rid of or they like that they took off their plate and what did it allow them to focus on? That's what I want to hear about. Um, so, right. Do you feel any? Yeah, let's absolutely give us that yeah. feedback. We'd love it. Yeah. It'll so, help us yeah. in the future. Exactly. Or if there's something, you know, that we missed that you think people need to focus on. If yep. you've been through shifting markets, I mean, how many have you been through Monica? I just 2008. That just it. that one. Okay, yeah, because I got in at 2003 and we had just had a shift in 2001. So I wasn't part of that one. Okay. Gotcha. But in, you know, here's a fact, and I'm not going to have these dates exactly right. This might be the most important sentence of the whole freaking podcast. And it's not even going to be right. All of the shifting markets back to, I think 80, there was 80, there was another one. Then there was 2001. Then there was 2008. And then of course now, or, or what we've just gone through only in one of those were the prices of the values of the homes affected. And it was this last one. It was 2008. And that's mm. what everybody is remembering. Right. Because it was recent. In other slowdowns, it's been other aspects of the business that, you know, fell hard. Because in real estate, when it falls, it falls fast. That's what happens. And it's, right. that's why we're feeling this shift. It falls fast. But the values of the homes don't necessarily have to fall. We did experience that because of the bubble. And that was a very unique thing with about a lot of bad loans. But guys, this isn't 2008. No. So stop worrying about that. It's not, you're going to be fine. If it's not, that. but even if it is, it doesn't, it's fine. It's fine. It works. Like that's what we I'm going to do. It. It's fine. We've we, done it. So if you need help, I, yeah. yeah, if you need help, we, we have, have a hotline. It's my cell phone. <laughs> we can, <laughs> we're happy Give to have the you. cell phone. Cause I think we got to wrap it up today. I think we're, we're good. I think we're good too. So if you need help with your mindset or want to talk through some things, give us a call. Also, we are looking to expand our real estate group at EXP. So if you're curious about how EXP can help you, if it can help you, you want to join us, give us a call there too, or text at 513-400-1691. And if this was too much for you and you just want something (laughs) funny, we have a lot of funny shit on Facebook, <laughs> go Instagram, to our Instagram page, TikTok, like find us there, loosen up, go sell Follow us. Follow us everywhere. We love you guys. <laughs> All right. All right. Monica. See you next time. Bye. All right. I am here with our tiebreaker, Kyle Davis from Keller Williams in Oklahoma. Hey, Kyle. Hey there. Thank you for having me. I'm glad you could be on because you, how big's your team right now? So we have 11 on my team. And you've so. been doing real estate for a while. Yeah, since 2006. So Dang. I went through the downturn. You old, man. I'm old. I started young. Obviously. Yeah. But I wanted you to, for this topic on what you need to know now with the shift, because I'm sure you're getting a ton of questions like from your team, from other people in your market. What's your best advice or your top tips? Uh, so I think back to when I was in the business in 2006, seven, eight, nine, all that. And the top tip would, you have to be adaptable. Like you have to be adaptable to the market. Yeah. Uh, what worked before might not work now. And you can't get stuck with one source that you just thought, Hey, that was good back then. You know, like it might 
you're going to have to look at your numbers as the market. What do you changes. think is, okay. So if you're looking at, well, first of all, you'd have to track your numbers in order to look at them, but that feels like a different podcast, yeah. but what, cause there's a difference between being like adaptable in a shifting market and just letting go of something too soon. Right. Like how, how do you measure that? I guess. That is a good question. So I would say like, you know, your KPIs, your key performance indicators, like, what, how much money is going out? How much money is coming in? Are the leads still coming in? Are the leads still good? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've also noticed that, you know, over time, some leads change their, where they get their stuff from. So right. uh, I think it's just keeping tabs on it. Like a lot of people making it think, accountable. Yeah. So a lot of people, what they'll do is like keep, have a source and then just keep paying that source and keep paying that source, even though it's not providing, they'll say, well, I'm making enough money, but you're not keeping it accountable. So I think you got to keep it accountable. Like what, like how much you're putting in, how much you're getting back. If it's working, great. If it's not, you got to think it about it. It feels like being adaptable is also, there's there's like other parts to that, right? Like it's also about, I want to say creativity or like, look, like looking what's going on, right? Like watching too right. is like a part of that. Absolutely. What's your next tip? So I would say being an expert on the market. Like, oh, well, look, so- that led right into it, didn't it? Yep, it did. So, I mean, I feel like the previous market was so easy. It was, it's easy to create lazy agent. Like, Hey, it's easy. I list it. It sells. If I list it wrong, the market fixes it. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to be as much of an expert, but like when the market's shifting and there's changing and there's uncertainty and your clients need to get comfortable, yeah, you, know, you need to be able to tell them exactly what's happening in the market, yes. be able to support that with data and show them that you're the expert on the market. So like if you're going up against other agents in a shifting market that have all that together, you're going to have a very tough time winning listings. Yeah. Uh, you just have a tough time. So you better get really up to date on what the market's doing, have your systems in check, like be able to communicate that. It's going to be very important. How do you stay up to date? What what are the things that you're watching, you're looking at? What are your resources? So, I mean, you know, we get the monthly market reports. They're probably 30 days behind, but, uh, you know, we're watching actives, pendings, uh, the keeping current matters that comes up all the time. That's a good resource. Is uh, and it's not that expensive. No, I think it's like 30 bucks a month or something. I don't, I don't even know if it's that much. I don't even know that much. It's not, it's not super expensive. Yeah. Like keeping it, current matters. Okay. Yeah great source, but, you know, just keeping tabs on my market, like constantly looking at how many actives, how many pendings, like, is that shifting? Like, you know, recently we've had less actives than pendings currently yeah. consistently, you know, you'd have 300 pendings and a hundred actives going on. Right. And now that's shifting and you're having more actives than pendings. And it's like, you, you got to get to where you're pricing them right in this market. And that's like, recently we were looking at like pendings for sales you know, like at your pennings to like figure out how to price the next listing. Yeah. We're going to have to start looking at actives, what you're competing against to right. make sure you can overprice it. So, yeah, because if in most, at least here in Cincinnati, if like in any given time frame you have the top two or three houses selling, yeah. but if there's 10 houses on the market and now you're going to be the 11th, what's going to make you, if there's only two to three buyers in that given time frame, you're on the market how are you going to be chosen? You know, given if nothing else comes on, but what if other stuff does, you know, contest, you know, like (laughs) exactly the best, you know, which one's prettiest house and best price. Yeah. That's value. Do you have a bonus tip for us? 
Uh, I would say find the motivated. Like you have to find mm. the motivated. There's a difference between wanting a house and needing a house. Hello. Preach. Yeah. So those that are wanting those interest rates go up. They're like, I don't, I don't really want to pay that interest rate. Mm-hmm. Like the people that need it and that are moving to town that have to have a house. Right. You know, they're having to, they're having to weigh the difference between expensive rent, expensive house. Would right. you rather own a rent? You know, like, so I think like find those that need the house. The want mm-hmm. the house, keep them on the hook, but like right. put your time in the ones that need it. Yes. That that makes sense. And that requires, it's a contact sport, right? So more conversations, more contacts. What are, what is your like top lead source right now? Other than sphere of influence. Right. That's whatever. For new, says. for new, new business. What is your top lead source? My top lead source would be. Or your teams, like you guys, all y'all. Is that the right way to say it? Be like referral companies. What do you uh, mean? Like ideal agent, home light. Referral exchange. I mean, those are my top ones. I don't, I don't love them. I'm trying to shift away from it just because of the high cost. Yeah. But 100%. That is our top one. Like ideal agent brought like 220,000 in GCI the first year. Wow. We had it. So yeah. But how long ago was that? Like last year. So that was last year. Wow. I mean, we've only had it for like two years total. Okay. If that. So. Mm hmm. Yeah. All right. So it's a good one. It's, you know, you got to pay out quite a bit and, but it's, it's a good source. So. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate you being on. I know you're always growing your team there in Oklahoma. And then you're always, if, if people you'll take referrals too, of course. So yeah. what is the best way to get a hold of you? If people have questions, uh, you can get me on Facebook, Kyle Davis. You can reach out to me on phone. So, I mean, what's your you number? Uh, 405-875-5497. So awesome. email me at kyledavishomes at gmail.com. Awesome. Thanks, Kyle. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Fight Club podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.